Welcome to The Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. Twice a week, we share stories, interviews, and tips to help you lead a more positive, authentic, and abundant life. We know the power to make this happen lies within you. Are you ready? Let's go. All right, all right. This is season four, episode 243 of the Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. We're glad you joined us again. If you're here for the first time, welcome. Hello, friends. This is take three of the intro. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> so why don't you catch us up on the challenge for last so week? The There's Marty Pants. <laughs> the challenge was to do something nice for somebody else, like a random act of kindness, yes. which is something that we do every so often because it is such a good thing. Like, it's such a positive it is. thing. It is. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, I stopped. Somebody asked me about my truck in passing, like what year it was, and I could tell he wanted to have a conversation about it. I don't know if he's looking at him. And so I told him it was 2015. He complimented me on how nice of, of a shape the truck was in for the age. I said, it's got hundred and almost 170,000 miles on it. But, uh, you know, it's a daily driver and it gets driven. So anyway, I took five minutes to talk to him. And he was, uh, I don't know why, but he was really grateful or thankful for the information about the truck. Wonder what size motor was in it, all that stuff, what I used it for. So I was able to uh, to partake in the challenge. Nice. Me too. I bought lunch for somebody. Yeah. I'll get into that when we get a little bit further down right in, uh, in the episode. So do you want to do rate your week or three Let's little do, things? Let's uh, do rate your week. Okay. Do you want to go first? Yes. Okay. All right. So I have to explain mine a little bit. I'm going to rate my week at a 9.2, but overall, I'm going to rate my week at a 9.7. Then that's... Because it started out slow, and then it picked up. So 9.7 is where I wound up. Oh, so you started kind of at a 9.2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, then, and then towards the end, it just it tightened up and took off to a 9.7. Excellent. How about you? Uh, my week's like a solid like 9.72. It was an awesome, awesome week. Um it was just it was filled with lots of really positive things and lots of growth for me. So it was it was a really good week. Sweet. That's really good to hear. Yeah. So what about the three little things from last week? So last week it was um hmm. Oh, okay. Sorry, I had to find it. Mm, wow. Yeah, okay. So more wonder more work with my guys before my trip. I can't even read my own handwriting. We're a little giddy because we are no a comment. little wound up today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Second thing was to spend some time outside. And then the third thing was, okay, let me go back. So I did work more with my guys <laughs> to prep them for the trip. Yeah, Mike is laughing at me because this, this is a little bit of karma coming back because I get angry with him when he screws up the intro three times. Anyway, um, so I did... Uh, things aren't quite shaken out in the shop the way I kind of hoped they would. Not my guys, but just... In general? Yeah. If anybody's a welder and they want to come work really for a fantastic company, come work for Shoots International because we need welders badly. Uh, Anyway, so the shop's a little bit behind. I'm really, I'm trying to do the first step for my guys as Mm -hmm. much as possible to maybe cover some things while we're gone. I don't think they understand how much prep work there there goes into doing things. So I'm going to try to help them give them a leg up a little bit. They're ready. They can do it. It just, it's going to be a bit Sometimes people that. just don't understand what goes on. In, in your case, for your guys, the kind of behind the scenes stuff is a lot more than mm-hmm. I think what they what they think it is. They uh, can do it. It's just, and I have two of them that can do it. It's just that they also have a lot of other things on their plates. Right. And 
it's gotcha. just it's a lot anyway spend some time outside which uh we did actually one day i think i called you and i was like i'm just gonna sit on the front porch and watch the birds i'm just i i'd had like i was exhausted that day yep, so yep. i did do that the pollening is here so i'm mainlining flonase and uh allergy medicine for the next few weeks uh, the third thing was to make an impact with my presentation, which I really did. So uh, if we get a chance, we'll get into that this week. If not, it'll be on next week's episode. Sweet. I so like it. I how like about it. you? Um, yeah. So my first one was to finish outdoors. And I had a, I, I don't want to say a slow week, but an unanticipated a uh, little bit of extra time this week. And um, I jumped right on the stuff outside to make sure all the weeds are gone, all the plants are planted, all the mulching's done. Uh, got the grass actually all cut up, got caught up, you know, cut, weed eat it, all the mess cleaned up. So I feel good because I'm way ahead of schedule as far as having everything outside done awesome. for the for the spring. Uh, second one was catch up on some paperwork, mm-hmm. which I took the time to do. So I am almost completely caught up on paperwork. I got a little bit more to do this coming week, but it, it's not behind paperwork. It's just paperwork that's going to need to be done so mm-hmm. and the third one was to find a new book which i did mm-hmm. and the new book is by uh it's it's, it, it's an edgar casey book yeah on it, the akashic akashic records records mm-hmm. so i did find my new book i'm going to get started on that awesome yes ma'am so we are a little bit wound up we're finally so we this episode we get to record on saturday get to yes and we also have three weeks worth of recordings to do this weekend. That'll cover us while we're while we're on vacation. Which which is this is a, a long one for us. It's kind of an extended vacation. It is. It's so. the longest vacation. Well, no, we took a longish one last year too, and went to Florida. This trip. Let me back up a little bit. And today we also get to have overdue Easter. Yes. With our kids. A couple weeks late, but we are finally getting to have our pasta throw down today. Yeah. It is going to be a pasta throat. I have homemade <laughs> sauce kind of bubbling away with homemade meatballs. And we're getting ready to do homemade yep. pasta. Yeah, we're very excited because this is a very, it's a non-tradition tradition for us. Yes. Non-traditional tradition. tradition. There you go. Most people do ham, whatever, on Easter. We do pasta. It's just what we've always homemade done. Homemade pasta from Actually, scratch, we've so. done it for probably, what do you think, 15 years? Yeah, at least every yeah. bit of it. And we first started out all of the pasta dough was made and kneaded by hand and mm-hmm. that became a little tough on the shoulders and elbow. it's a lot a lot of work to hand work the pasta yeah and it takes a really long time yeah. so you were really brilliant got me a pasta machine i don't know about five years ago yep. and that makes life a lot easier um anyway so we're we have a very very busy weekend because we're also we leave thursday cinco de mayo for our trip to back to alaska yes which we've been planning for a couple of years now and actually the whole trip thing started we were going to go with my dad and everybody was going to go that was that was 2020 right, right? when yeah covid yep. yeah which we actually booked that trip in 2019 we did and it got canceled in yep. 2020 right before we went to go and then we wrote that my dad and him opted out right. got their money back and the rest of us decided to roll it over to the alaskan cruise which which was supposed to be 2021 which got canceled that got canceled <laughs> so, we, so now here we, we are, are 2022 and we're finally going to get to go so. we are really 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 excited because it's on michael's but my, my stepbrother michael's bucket mm-hmm. list so him and doris are coming with us and alaska is absolutely on his bucket list and we went last time in the fall 
So Alaska mm-hmm. had been through its spring, and now we're going well, into spring. Right, it's summer. Yeah. So now we're going into spring when Alaska's coming out of its winter. So I'm yeah. really excited. We're in a couple of Facebook groups for this particular ship that we're going to be on. And they've been, po- people have been posting like, I'm talking like three foot, like banks of snow in Alaska. Wow. So I'm pretty I'm stoked. I know. Definitely packing warm. I was trying to go a little <laughs> bit smaller with my suitcase to like force myself to pack more lightly. But I don't think so. I looked at you. I said, do you think I should get the big suitcase? You said, yeah, you need the big suitcase because it's just it's bulkier, bulkier stuff. Yeah, it's it's not, sweatshirts and sweaters it's and flip flop shorts and tank tops. And now it's yeah. long pants, socks, gloves and hats. <laughs> mm-hmm. that I mean, it was a little chilly last time we went, but uh, looking at the weather that you'd been checking, it's. Gonna it's be a little chilly. Anywhere from the thirties to maybe the fifties. So it's gonna be chilly. But I'm you know what I'm really hoping for? I'm really hoping we can see the northern lights. Yeah, I've been doing a little bit of research on they say September and October is the best, but according to some of the research it's it's just kinda hit or miss. You gotta catch the clouds just right, mm-hmm. you know, um the day the daybreak just right or the dust just right to see them. So, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, yes. We'll let so you hopefully, know. Hopefully we'll get a chance to see him and maybe we'll do a little duck hunting while we're there. Duck hunt. Okay, so you got to explain <laughs> that. So uh, somewhere along the line, and, and it's a big thing now. I mean, it, a lot of people have been posting it. So people bring rubber ducks on the ship from different cruises or from, you know, just brand new. Like this will be our first time right. ever we're doing We're bringing unicorn ducks. Unicorn ducks, you know. And so they'll put a little tag on it that says... Um, uh, uh, keep, keep or, or share s- or something like that. And then, you know, maybe their name or phone, not phone number, but, you know, just, hey, we're, this is who we are. This is where we're from. So some people rehide them. Some people keep them. Some people keep them to send them, take them on to another, uh, you know, another ship later on. Mm-hmm. So these things get passed all around. And the idea is to at least put the original ship that the duck started on. And they actually call them duck hunts. And people hide them everywhere. I've been watching the people that were on a cruise from this week and, there's there's a picture of one that's stuck up in a, one of the megaphone like speaker things. Oh, how cute! Nobody can get to it. Oh, it's so too how tall. It got up, yeah, so how it got up there, nobody knows. Oh, that's funny. But people keep taking a picture of it. And it's still there, it's stuck that's up there. Funny. So they know it's there. They just can't get to it. But we've got what a dozen or so. We to have hide. a dozen, and Doris has got some too. We made little like business card size yeah. tags to put on ours, and it actually has our podcast on it, and it's got a little positive quote, and then it says, you know, hide or share. Or, it's that's not what it says, and I can't remember what the <laughs> heck it says. Anyway, so yeah, so we're pretty we're pretty excited yes, about the yes. cruise. It's been a long time coming in. We've been jonesing to get back to Alaska and back to Seattle too. Believe it or not, our our I'm just as excited for our whole day because we have one complete full day in Seattle before the trip. before the we trip have two full after right. Um, so, but, but we get to go around, check some stuff out. Yeah. Take Michael and Doris to Pike Place Market, yes. where if you've never heard of the fish marketplace there, you've got to check it out because it's they they literally throw the fish. But the culture that they have there at the fish market is awesome. And the seafood is literally, it's all fresh, and it is literally stacked to the ceiling. Like Dungeness crabs, they're just piled as high as they can pile them up. Yeah. Everywhere, um, fresh fish. They do this funny thing where, like, when they toss the fish, <laughs> they'll ask the person where they're from. So they'd say, you know, La Plata, Maryland. All right, they'll say, 
uh, wild card halibut going to La Plata, going to La Plata. <laughs> so it's really funny. You So check it out. Go to YouTube. You can find out all about the fish. Just look up Fish Market, Pike Place Market, Seattle. You'll see all kinds of really, really cool And it is videos. a cool place. We walked all around there. And you actually ran into a friend of yours. Well, we... we, per, we looked her up. It was one of my cheerleaders uh-huh. uh, from when I used to coach competitive cheerleading. And she was living there. Her husband's in the Navy. Now they live in San Diego. So, yeah, it's it's cool. And actually, I have a guy that I work with now who used to live in that area. So he's been giving me all kinds of really cool places that we nice. need to go check out. So I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked about that. Yep, yep. I am looking forward to a full day, or you know, uh, before we get on a cruise ship, and then cruising we go. Finally, so excited. <laughs> we only I'm got so one excited. more. We only got one more little hurdle to go get over, and that's our our uh, COVID test. So yes, we have. Yeah, so they do make you take a COVID test, and it's one of those ones where so it's proctored online, so yeah. you have to have a telemed appointment, and they watch you take the test and then I don't know if you just show them that you have the negative test. I guess we're going to find out. And also because we're going to Canada, there's a whole app I have to fill things out to say it's called arrive can something to that effect. And um, we have to like upload our vaccination cards and all kinds of other stuff and like where we're coming from and where we're doing it. Anyway, so it's yeah, the last hurdle is going to be Thursday because Excuse me, you have to take your test two days before. I did double check. It's not 48 hours, it's two days. Just two days, okay. Just two days before. And so that is the last little hurdle. Neither one of us are sick. Neither one, we're both fully vaccinated, fully boosted. Actually, I'm double. You're extra double I'm boosted. I'm double boosted because <laughs> I'm over 50. And I felt like being boosted double, again. Yep. So, I mean, things are a little bit different on the ship. Some things are a little bit going to be done different than what we're used to. It's our first time on a ship since COVID. And, you know, the uh, buffets are not self-service anymore. You get served. Yeah. Uh, I'm one okay. of the things, and I'm okay with that. You know, I, I actually feel better about that whole situation. And I think that the past couple ships or the past couple cruises on this ship, they were only 60%. Capacity. Mm-hmm. So that could be, I mean, it could be a good time to go. I mean, it, it is nice to be on a larger ship, but with the larger ships come a lot more people on a ship. Yeah. Um, and I do feel, we have friends of ours, Mary Lou, Heidi, and that whole crew. They were supposed to go on a brand new Norwegian ship. It was going to be a really cool cruise. It left Amsterdam and, and the it wound up in Iceland. And because of supply chain demands, their ship's not going to be ready. Their cruise got canceled this yeah, week. Yeah, that's sad. I mean, yeah. and I know the I, I know you know I know the feeling. Trust me. So, but you know, um, luckily, uh, hopefully, it holds out for us. Um, the mask mandates have been dropped on the planes for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're fighting it, and we're going to comply whatever needs to be. I mean, yeah. neither one of us are, I could, I could care either way, but it would be better to fly for the amount of time we're going to be on a plane with, yeah. without a mask on. So, yeah. so anyway, needless, needless to say, we are super excited. I'm sure you could tell Mike's energy is off the charts today. Um, so I want to tell, tell you guys about something pretty cool that happened at my work this week and it's called flip flop day. You guys wear flip flops to work? Uh, I used to wear flip flops to work. I don't <laughs> anymore because I'm out on the shop all the time. Uh, flip flop day is for you guys that listen that are in England. It's kind of similar to your boxing day, um, where you trade roles with somebody else. So everybody that, and literally everybody in our company participated with the exception of just a couple people who were either brand new or people were on vacation or whatever. Um, one of my guys didn't get to participate with the person he was paired up with. So we're going to reschedule that for another time. So anyway, so basically 
are uh, everybody's names kind of went into a, basically like a virtual hat. Most of you guys know they have these apps now that will draw names for drawings or whatever. So everybody's name went into a hat and we got paired up with somebody else in the company. You did get to say like, you know, I, I'm afraid of heights because some of our job sites are, you know, multi, multi stories high. Um, or, you know, I'm like I said, look, I, I'm not climbing 10 steps of stairs, 10 flights of stairs. It's not going to happen. So anyway, so everybody's name went into a hat and we all got to basically do the work or at least see the work of somebody else in the company for that day. I got paired up with one of our welders who works um, on our exterior steel exterior steel shoots. His name is Nathan, and he he's a young kid. He's only like twenty two. He's a really good welder, and I, so I got to learn how to stick weld. And then he got to learn about how shipping works. And I let him. We had a I intentionally had a truck that a full truck, so we could have a load that was going nice. out that day. So I let him do what I do, which is to mark off the drawing as the guys bring the sections in. And we got to have other people from other departments load the sections into the truck. So they got to see how we do it, why we do it, the precautions that we take while we're loading. You know, we take pictures, we do all kinds of stuff to make sure that um, we have backup just in case something happens, we can see how we loaded it. It also gives us feedback, like if something shifts in a, in a, in a load, because a lot of this stuff is going across the country. Right. So it's going to be in a truck for a long period of time over the mm-hmm. highway. Yeah. So are you going to put the video of your weld on there? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll share it to on our group. Facebook yeah, group? I got it to learn. It was pretty cool. It really wasn't, it wasn't, it was like, not very long, but it I looked got like to you weld. built the whole ship. Yep, nope, didn't build a ship. <laughs> not doing anything structural because nobody wants that. Um, it would fall apart. Uh, it's definitely different. It's harder than I thought it was going to be. It's not as easy. It's not like it, I thought it was going to be like when I used to ice cakes, and it was going to be like Just, that. I'm sure if I practiced it enough, it would. I would get the feel of it. I think it's one of those things where you need to get the feel of doing it. Yeah, it's a, with the welding, especially in stick welding, which is even harder than TIG or MIG welding. Um, it's all about the flow. When you get the flow going and you have to keep that flow, you can't have it interrupted. So it's right. Pretty- yeah, it was definitely very, very cool. And um, there were some aha moments for sure uh, that happened. One of the ladies that helped build our doors was paired up with Brittany, my assistant. Brittany came back saying, I could not do what Miss Gina does all day. It's the, It's too repetitive for her. She would it would bore her to death. Right. Miss Gina got to come back and see that when she asks Brittany to order something, that Brittany has to jump through several hoops before she can actually hit the send button and actually order the right. thing. So it was it was really, really good. And I it really brought so much energy to the company. It was really, really awesome. I bet in the long run that was very enlightening to a lot of people to see the different sides of everything and yes. you know what kind of goes on or what like you said, what has to happen when someone calls down to Brittany and says, Hey, I need blah, 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 blah. It isn't just like, okay, it'll be here tomorrow. I and mean, all the it, other things that she has, has to yes. do. People don't understand all the all the things that go into someone's day. But so. it's a really cool concept. Unfortunately a lot of companies feel they're too busy to take the time to do it. And I gotta give you guys credit as a company because anything that you think that you can do today that's going to make things better tomorrow or next week, you're more than willing to take, and I don't want to say the punishment, but take the hit and spend the time to do it so you can reap the rewards, you know, later on. For sure. And we actually, we were really pretty pleased because we actually had some production numbers that day. We basically thought production for manufacturing was going to, well, it was going to be a wash. There was just not going to be enough uh, work actually being done. 
And there actually, there was. Nice. There was. I was exhausted at the end of the day, but it was, I enjoyed it. Good I enjoyed deal. it. So this coming week, y'all, is going to be a meteor shower. So if you're into this kind of thing, this is your week. Um, you're, it's going to be kind of pre-dawn, like normal, because you want it to be dark out. So somewhere between the May 4th, the 5th, and the 6th, maybe a little bit, bit, little bit past midnight if you're in the northern hemisphere. If you're in the southern hemisphere, you just you're going to look straight up. If But if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, you have to kind of go where it, the darkest place you can go to and you want to look to the South. So you could see anywhere from 20 to 30 meteors per hour. Wow, which that's is a lot. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, and if you're in the, in the hu- Southern Hemisphere, just basically look straight up and you're going to see about 40 meteors per hour. Fabulous. Yeah, so it's going to be, this is the... um. Uh, this is called, this shower is called the Ada Aquariid, Aquariid, Aquarilid, Aquarilid. Anyway, it makes up the water jug of the constellation Aquarius, which is the water bear. So that's going to look pretty, pretty cool. Um, so make sure you check it out. Um, and let us know what you think about the meteor shower. Cause nice. I'm, I don't know if I'll be up or not, but I may try. Well, time we're going to be in. Seattle by mm. the end of it. Yes. So we might be able to, the time difference there. But we'll so be in I don't the city. Know. I don't know. Yeah. Plus, you're right. We'll be in the city. So we might have to check it out, see if we're going to be able to see yeah. it. But you guys should give it a shot. Yeah, definitely do so it. So you want to go over our three little things for this week? Absolutely. So my number one is to um, get my final prep done for vacation. We've started packing today, which is Saturday. Um, because we're, we don't need sweatshirts and sweaters and things like that right now. We're, yeah, we're going to be in the 70 to 80 degree temperatures for the next few days while we're here. Yeah. So finish, so finish that and, uh, but also my work like prep. So try to help my guys out as much as possible with all the stuff that I have to do. Number two is my COVID test, which has me a little stressed. Um, I don't know why it's just, I think it's cause it's a 50, 50 shot. I mean, I'm not sick and I don't have COVID and I feel fine. So anyway, I'm going to just, I'm going to think positively and I'm going to walk the walk. I'm going to do what I tell you guys to do. I'm not stressing. Uh, Number three is to pack lightly. So I keep going into my closet. I'll let you guys know if it happened or not. Yeah, he will. I I keep going back in my closet. I'm like, no, because we always take advantage. The cruise ships usually run like a laundry day, like midway through the cruise. Ten bucks, everything you can jam in a a, a paper bag. It's a little bag, but but it's almost a week's worth of essentials. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. Yeah, so I'm I'm good. I'm gonna. It might take a few extra like tops in case I like like spill something or whatever. You definitely take extra (laughs) tops. Um. Anyway, so that's my three little things. So as far as the packing lightly goes, and I'm just going to make one real quick comment here. I think so far I've seen you go back into the closet three times with that look on your face like, no, I'm, you know, like you're holding yourself back. I'm not going to take too much. And then you yeah. were going to take a second hat or something. You're like, no, I already got one hat. So I'm trying. The challenge, the struggle is real people, it and is. I'm having to go through it with her. So I'm holding her hand the whole time. Mm-hmm. So my three little things for this week, number one is... I'm stealing from you. Mm. I just drew a little error from my side to your side that says final vacay prep. Okay. So I'll get, uh, you know, start getting things wrapped up and 
packed up and ready to go. Okay. Um, number two is to clean up any loose ends I have, which I have a handful, but I have them scheduled out Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I'm trying to leave Thursday kind of open because we've got a lot of juggling to do, pick you up from work, COVID test. Mm-hmm. You know, we're having someone take us to the airport. That kind Jimmy. Of stuff. So, yeah. Jimmy from Jimmy's Corner has graciously Jimmy's volunteered. our Uber. Yes. Uber Jimmy. So, um, uh, those are that's my second one. My third one is to stay calm. Okay. You know, sometimes it takes me, and this is a different situation for me because usually I'm scrambling and working hard right up to the second we get on the plane or get in the car to leave. Um, mm-hmm. Things are a little bit different. So I'm going to take a couple of days next week and really try to stay calm, wind down, and shift into vacation mode because a lot of times um, it used to take me two or three days to flatten out and actually get into vacation right. mode. So I missed I missed some time there. And this time I think I can do a little bit different by the time we're ready to go. I should be should good. be good to go. Good. So do you have a challenge for us this week? I do. I want you guys to flip-flop with somebody this week. Could be nice. somebody in your family. Maybe it's somebody at work. Um, just to get perspective, to see what it's like to do what they have to do. If it's at home, maybe you don't take the trash out. So maybe you take the trash out. Maybe you have somebody... I don't know, fold laundry for you right. or, or, or empty the dishwasher or, you know, we, mm-hmm. we do, we have kind of set stuff that we do. You don't, you hate to empty the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. So I try to do it. I don't do it a hundred percent of the time, but I try to do it as much as I can. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't wash clothes because I'm colorblind. So I even tried to do a load today and boy, I was reprimanded because you were not <laughs> reprimanded. You're so full of it. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, flip-flop with someone. I like that. Yeah. So do you have a good news story for us for this week? I do. This is such a cool story, too. Such a cool story. So there is this nine-year-old little boy, and his name is Ben Miller, and he lives in Boise, Idaho. He, this is the third year in a row, he's had a lemonade stand. And the lemonade stand raises money for a local animal shelter. He went in with his grandma one day and he realized that the all the he loves cats. He lo- he loves all animals, but he really has a special fondness for cats. And he realized that the cats didn't have enough toys and stuff. So he thought, you know, in 2019, he thought, oh, I'll do a lemonade stand. And he raised a couple hundred bucks. And then the next year he raised maybe six or seven hundred dollars. Well, this year he's raised in one weekend. Nice. So far, he's donated a grand total of $1,950 to support the Humane Society in his area. So it's really cool. There's a really cool video at the bottom. Make sure that you watch it. And um, he's just, he's a really cool little kid. He just, and it's just, I mean, anything you do to help animals out, I think, is a really, really good thing. Yeah, if there was more, more, you know, people or kids like that, things would be a lot easier for for everybody. I like it. So here's your positive (laughs) quote for the week. Until one has loved an animal, a part of one's soul remains unawakened. And that's from Anatole France. I like it. I like it. So we will chat with you guys again on Wednesday. For the midweek. Pod Pod flash. And um, I hope you guys are having a really great, great week. I hope the weather's beautiful where you're at. Make sure that you're in our Facebook group, The Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. And make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Yep, invite all your friends and give us that five-star rating. Yep, it definitely helps us out. We appreciate it. And um, we'll talk to you guys Wednesday. Until then, though, be kind, be well, and... Until next time, choose positivity, my friends.